0: what's going on everybody episode number 33 of we should jam sometime uh took last week off uh the month of december is going to be pretty sparse with podcasts um this is the only one that i have right now uh and i don't really have anything set up until the end of the month so uh i don't know i was busy with school and i kind of i just like got behind with booking guests coffee break doing this early in the morning and uh so yeah that's kind of what happened uh so anyway so this episode is actually there's something a little different uh that's not going to affect your listening experience at all um however uh i'm ca- teaming up with a um blog in london ontario called london reverb and uh so we kind of this uh thing set up for like two episodes a month are going to be featured on London Reverb. It's a really small publication uh, that's trying to grow and sort of uh, promote. Uh, They're more specifically like London-based, which is obviously not completely what I do. Um, But I think it's a good start, and we're hoping to kind of see numbers sort of, for both of us, improve. Uh, So this episode is the first episode that's going to be Featured on London Reverb. So, if you want, uh, they also did a review of our of Lost Arts EP. Uh, so, go check out London Reverb. You know uh, they're cool. Ryan's a really great guy, uh, really accommodating, and just wants to like help the local scene. Man, it's our local scene. It's your local scene, and uh, I think that's really great. Uh, the music community in London is like is pretty awesome. So yeah, go check out, uh, London Reverb. Anyway, this episode, Charlie Weber, uh, really cool guy. I know, no knew him, uh, kinda, it was a weird sort of circumstance. Lost Arts, third show, we played at this bar in London called Fitzrays, And uh, it was just sort of like a random bill. Uh, and Charlie actually played first. He was doing like a tour, so he kinda like played and then we played later, uh, but we we like actually met him that night. And he was a super nice guy. He's a huge Frank Turner fan. I'm a huge Frank Turner fan. So, uh, yeah, uh, this was a good episode, and it, it was uh, it was fun to actually finally sit down and talk to him. Uh, he just put out a record uh, a couple months ago, or about a, just over a month ago, called Old Habits. Uh, it's really good. So again, you should check it out. Uh, I'm gonna start ram- stop rambling though, and uh, here's the interview with Charlie.
1: Anomaly lacking meaning, but probably will never really know the truth. What a fiery this?
0: time charlie weber thanks weber. for coming Ooh. weber i meant it. to
2: tell you before damn you got it. here it's weber like the burgers oh. not like the
0: barbecue <laughs> damn it that's you'd a northern that, ontario joke you got the one name that you'd think you'd be able to nail yeah <laughs> it's all right it's all right i'll just edit it out I'll like it'll be like a really weird edit where i <laughs> yeah. say it right <laughs> but uh thanks for coming on man no problem thanks for having me Oh anytime anytime so uh records out it is how's out. it feel it was
2: it's it's a wait off and then an immediate yeah. more weight on <laughs> you're like yeah and then you're like oh no yeah yeah we had to get like music videos like thought up made out and st- stuff yeah. like that and like at that's a skill set that i'm not excited for and then right. all the while trying to book shows yeah we did a tour which went great and then we had to then we're off tour and then i'm doing stuff with my other band so right and it's like i'm trying to balance both yeah it's tough it's yeah, tough for sure
0: are you uh i know like you have a band behind you with your solo stuff yeah uh too but are you still like kind of handling everything or do you have yeah it's kind of like
2: really mostly me i do have the uh the folks at four city records uh, right helping me out with a lot of the stuff um they they kind of tell me what to wear and right. <laughs> where to go they they didn't see me today right uh, but, yeah. yeah um but, yeah, no, they, they help out with some stuff. They they have more connections than I do. So when right. it comes down to, like, talking to people for festivals and stuff like that. Awesome. They are kind of in charge of that. I go, hey, this is what I need for you guys. Right. Please do that. Yeah. And then they're like, you should have asked us a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that's new, too, like, in terms of you signing with them. Yeah. Right?
2: Uh, that would have been in, I want to say, February. Okay. Yeah. It was still cold. Yeah. In February last year or this year um yeah they signed me on to their label i was like i'm like the awesome. the one guy yeah uh that they have going for it so awesome we're doing that and yeah it's been interesting it's uh it's you get more shows right uh, you get they they focus you i guess is right. more so what it is which is nice yeah because like i was playing shows for like 20 bucks and they're like no no no, no. Yeah. Play it for this much, uh, yeah. and also <laughs> yeah. don't do that one. Do that one, right? And I'm like, I guess, because I just like to play. Yeah, so I for just sure. Go everywhere. Yeah. But they they've given me a grasp on what I should be doing to right. make it worthwhile.
0: Right, yeah. and like maybe like what you're worth is yeah. and stuff like that. Because that's tough. Like when you're new, like yeah. what you're worth. It like Julia's a photographer, and like it's always like, well, what, like, what do you want paid for this? And she's yeah. Like, oh I have no oh. idea because <laughs> you don't want to like insult somebody yeah. by, but you don't want to undersell like, you go your yeah. 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 D 60 60 <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
2: you no, know, a lot of times when I, when people send me emails uh, or and they're like, well, how much do you charge? And I go, oh, how much is your budget? Yeah. And I go, like, how much do you charge? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, well, normally this is what I would do. And they're like, oh, that's too much. Yeah. And I'm like, then why?" just yeah. tell me what, how much money you yeah. have. And then
0: I will work with you. I yeah. want to work with you. Exactly. Yeah, it's a lot easier sometimes just to know, like, what the budget is. But they want to know, like, if their budget's too high for, like, what yeah. you will right? They say like 60 and you're going to say 20 or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, um, that's awesome. How long is the, has Forest City Records been around? I don't know like too much. Uh, I
2: time. think they started like briefly before they signed me. Right. They were kind of just making sure to get everything all together. Uh, but no, like I'm, I'm their first guy on the label. Right. Kind of flagship. Hopefully it goes well. Yeah. If not, they'll find someone better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, someone with more diverse appeal, right? <laughs> instead of some some white dude who <laughs> plays
0: acoustic guitar. Oh man! Uh, so how long you were doing it solo for a while, right? Like just you. Yeah, every of... everything was to me. I've been doing
2: solo music for the last five years. Okay. I want to say, twenty thirteen. So yeah, five okay, years. Cool. Uh, yeah, I started when I was in college, um, in my second year of college. Right on. Because I I was in school and I was like. I don't really care right. that I'm in school. And then my friends are like, oh, you, you, sing, you sing nice. <laughs> you sing nice. You should uh, do some stuff. And then I just kind of started writing songs. Right. And they're nothing songs. I put out my first EP. I yeah. named it after itself. It's called Self-Titled, okay. <laughs> which is also a track on the record. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I started writing songs like that back in uh, 2013. Right on. And then it just kind of snowballed where I got actual life experience right and started, yeah, like yeah. writing yeah. songs that <laughs> yeah. actually meant anything right and then yeah
0: that's yeah. awesome that's like the beauty part of like when you start songwriting is you're like just sort of write songs off other people's life experiences like yeah especially like just whoever your influences are you just, like, just kind of steal stuff from them or whatever well i
2: think i think you know like when someone's like just started oh, yeah. writing music and you're like oh because you wrote a song about music yeah or or a song about writing songs my first song is about writing songs for people who want you to write songs for them right i'm like all right here's the two minute bullshit song that i wrote so that you feel like you got something out of it yeah because that happens all the time people are always just like oh can you write a song about me yeah i'm like i don't even like you man right
0: You might you get that you might get that more like being sort of like the singer songwriter type like yeah. like bands don't generally get the like no. do something for me <laughs> thing
2: yeah no and it, it, it's you it's usually women who ask to get like right. songs written about them and they're like oh you want to go out somewhere I'm, no but if you could write a song about me yeah great you're like, oh great i I feel good now. yeah it's probably um, gonna be positive yeah huh? <laughs> Just... <laughs> I, that's what i always say though it's like have you heard my old material yeah it's not happy yeah never never when you write a song about something is it like oh please please uh please write a song about me yeah i, I want to know how terrible i am right <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah oh that's hilarious so when do you think like was there sort of like a moment for you where you like really felt that you were hitting your stride or was it just sort of like all of a sudden you're I, here?
2: It, it's honestly, it's like, just like when it comes down to a songwriting perspective, I forget how to write songs. Like you write a song, yeah. you're like, that's great. And you write like a bunch in a row and you're like, cool. And then the next song is always just like, how do I do that? Yeah. Man? How do I, someone told me at a show, they were like, no, I really like the new stuff. And I'm like, Oh, thank you. He's like, it's different, but it, still sounds like a charlie weber song and i'm right. like what does that mean yeah and he's like i don't know yeah. but i know it when i hear it so like but when i'm writing songs it's like i went through like a dry spell of writing songs and right it's like i don't even know how to write a song anymore yeah. i'm just gonna quit yeah. i'm gonna get a real job and i'm like I'm just gonna quit all my bands not do any music yeah. anymore and then like a couple weeks later i wrote like three songs in a row and i'm like all right i'm happy
1: with those
0: still on that. I think the like those moments of like writer's block are also important. Like yeah. it's just sort of like the taking a break. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta chill. Like. Yeah.
2: And like the best thing you can do is not force it or Definitely. force out a bunch of turds and then yeah. come out with like one good one for sure. Because I the way that I write songs is like it happens all in one go generally. Right um there's a couple of songs when it comes down to like political stuff whenever right. i write a political song that usually takes a while right because i have to get like facts in order right. yeah. People. yeah so when people come up to me in bars they're like
1: you know when you said that that's not what this word means yeah you go, all right <laughs> yeah. but
2: yeah no i usually write things out in like one go and then like it gets cleaned up in the demoing pro- process right. or like right. when i play it on stage i was just listening to some old demos from like the From old habits. Right. And I was like, oh, that's not how this song goes. And I was like, like, oh, I thought it was, oh, this word was always this word. Right. And be like, no, it was something completely different. Right. And it just kind of like naturally falls out like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but when it comes to like knowing if you've hit your stride, I i'm not sure that ever happens right and if it does it hasn't happened to me right. yet. <laughs> i always feel like i can be better yeah like, which is that's important yeah. too.
0: yeah uh so when you were how what was the sort of process like when you were uh ready to record old habits like did you there's 12 songs on yeah that, right yeah so um did you go in with 12 songs or did you
2: i went them? in with uh so i was talking to richard from forest city records okay. and he's also in mountain of wolves okay if you know them yeah um and he was like, yo, man, I just want to start producing records. I was like, cool. And he's like, go get, your, get your stuff out. Send me some demos. And I had some people ask me to send them demos before. And I'm like, all right. So I'd, I sent him like, all the songs I had written over like the last three years. Right. It was like 19 songs. Oh, wow. And I, I was like, here you go. And he's like, oh, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, lots to choose from, which yeah. was nice. And I think that's a good way to do it. I don't think anyone should ever go in thinking that oh, we're going to record these nine songs that we showed up with because they're all gold. Yeah. Because chances are that's how you get flubs on records. Yeah, for sure. I had a a friend tell me. He was like, yeah, we went in and we had like four songs and that was all we wrote for it. Right. I was like, really? Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, yeah. And he's like, and then they were like, it wasn't wasn't the best record that we put out you know so i think you really need to get through that process and having that outside view that i had with four city records and richard like producing the record was like instrumental in how it came out because he was like i don't like this right what if we change it to be like that what if this is a full band song instead of just like a slow jam right and yeah, it just kind of worked out that way. Interesting.
0: So then, yeah, so were there some songs that you had in mind that were like full band or just you? Or was that something that was talked about um, like in pre production? Like, I'm do you demo songs about, that way? Or you just yeah, demo? like
2: I, so I, I basically just come in. So all the songs that I write are written on acoustic guitar. Right. Just as a singer songwriter thing. I'd be like, it'd be cool if this was full band. Yeah. And then you can kind of like hear what you're thinking. And they're like, Oh what if we did this part Or what if we uh And like a lot of it Comes out in recording too Right Like so like You come in with it And it's like Cause what he What he did he's, He made maps Of the songs And So like It was my acoustic track And then he made like The drums on like A midi keyboard Right To like see what it was Gonna be And then We demoed them With My other band members So Richard played guitar And then I have Nick Lange on drums And uh Mason Van Galen on bass and they they just kind of added their own stuff because I I don't right. write other instruments because I don't play other right, instruments right. I I know what I'm doing I'm like here's that and then we kind of make sure it goes on time right yeah yeah so yeah I was like you guys write what you're gonna write for it because I picked you guys because you're good at what you do right. and I don't do that right yeah
0: that's all I think that works best yeah and uh because I mean I mean I guess there's people in the world that prefer to just do it all and then have people play whatever but
2: i mean if i could play all the instruments yeah. i would because i'm kind of an egomaniac right. that way. <laughs> but i'm not paul mccartney I can't yeah. do that kind of right. Stuff. <laughs> that's fair that's fair but no i i think that it's a it's a neat perspective to have someone else come in and be like oh i thought maybe we could do this right because like even when i have band practice when someone screws up they know they screwed up right. so i don't stop and be like oh you screwed up yeah let's start over yeah it's just kind of like
0: yeah (laughs) you see you see what did there and it's like
2: yeah i'll be like we'll get it next time yeah and it's like oh why don't you that was cool what you did there maybe try that again right right because again like it's creative songs are just creative forces coming together and yeah for sure especially when it's a full band thing definitely yeah
0: do you prefer that like the band versus it's got
2: merits to both i I was watching your thing with uh, Charlie the Kid. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, you have like the full band and it has a dynamic to it, but you can do a lot more off the cuff with right. your solo stuff. Right. Which is a lot. <laughs> it's nice because when we were on tour, we had to do like some longer shows yeah. to like pay for the tour.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: so we were sitting there and I was like, Oh, let's just do this song They're like, oh, We don't know that song. Yeah. And I was like, No, you'll pick it up. Yeah. And then we like played it and then. One of them goes well, and you're like, "Oh!" and Then you get that false confidence. You yeah. try it again, and then it's like that didn't go well. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and you look at the audience; they're like, "What that was it? Well. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, "We'll get them next time." Yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so, so then you uh, recording it, and then how long did that take for you guys? That though, took actually?
2: a lot longer than I thought it was going to take, and I think it was just because we were really taking our time with it. Right. Richard hadn't done a uh, production of that scale okay. at the time, so. It was like full band, twelve tracks, which twelve tracks is a lot. Yeah. Like in this day and age for a record. For sure. Um, and to have the full band mixed with like the singer songwriter stuff. It we started in February. Okay. Um, and we didn't get our masters back until I wanna say July or okay. August, early yeah. August. Yeah. Which is a long time like yeah. that it like music does take a long time to for sure make but i think it was because we were just trying to make everything perfect right and i think i would like to uh streamline it a little bit more next time right but i think it was a good learning experience the way that we did it
0: for sure yeah so then are you writing songs like a little differently now like bringing stuff to like a band like, well before you're demoing I, or whatever I,
2: I was looking at my uh my notes and i was just Checking the new songs that I wrote, so I've written like six songs that right. I'm I'm proud of, and but I'm trying to make them more like guitar music centric. So okay. like this one was like kind of like a folky record, yeah. And I want to do like more like a Tom Petty like guitar, okay, cool, guitar centric record, or like a Gaslight Anthem stuff like that, right? And so I'm giving them the bass stuff because we haven't we haven't started like doing anything with that. And I don't think we will for a couple months until mm-hmm. like we put a couple tours Let of this it, record yeah, on, bit, yeah. yeah. But it's a weird thing because, like, I've been playing these songs for three years. So, like, it's yeah. new to everybody else. Yeah. But, like, to me, it's like, yeah, I've had these forever. Mm-hmm. These songs, like, sure. I know them inside and out
0: backwards yeah. and forwards. <laughs> I felt the same way when we put our EP out that we were, like... Because I think when we became a band, we I think we wrote, like, eight songs, like, really quick. And then yeah. when we were going into second year, we were like, well, it's, like, I don't know, record whatever, see what happens. So we did five. But then, like, yeah, it was a year between actually starting recording and putting them out plus all the time we'd spent before that mm-hmm. practicing so yeah by the time like the release show comes around you're like oh, yeah, all these new songs <laughs> we have are it's like really cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then, like especially like the the one song we have i wrote before i even came to like to london which was so i wrote it like Two and a half years before the release show, so like you know <laughs> yeah. for like a while, and then so yeah, it's you're always like, this fun. is an old one, yeah. but also it's
2: new because it's on this record. Yeah. <laughs> Please
0: buy it. Yeah, totally. But I mean, I guess that's part of the game. You gotta do that. Yeah. As long as people like it, then you're laughing. Yeah.
2: No. So I what I was doing, I was trying really hard not to play certain songs. Okay. Like, which which sucked because they're like songs that I really like. Yeah. And I was like, so like. It took me a while to relearn them because I hadn't played them in so long. But Mm -hmm. I was trying to keep it as special as possible for when people actually picked up the record and were like, oh, I haven't heard this song before. That's so cool. Yeah. Because like most of your records are going to your your primary fan base. Yes. So you want it to be special for those guys. Yeah. Because it's always going to be special to your new fans. Right. But when the people who come to your release show, they're like, well, we came to your last... 40 shows. Yeah, yeah so we we kind of know yeah and you're like yeah but have you heard this one they're yeah like,
0: what yeah for yeah. sure
2: which would that was that was really tough that was actually really tough to uh because like, i was trying to like pad like certain shows runtime right because you have to play for an hour or something like right. that at like a brewery yeah and so trying not to play those songs while also perfecting them while Ooh. recording right
0: <laughs> so it, it was a double-edged sword definitely yeah. definitely Uh, So, what are some of your, like, earlier influences?
2: Um, So, my biggest Mm -hmm. influence is uh, Frank Turner. Definitely. uh, I saw him when I was 16, 15 or 16. Uh, I went to go see The Offspring at uh, the Molson Amphitheater in Toronto. Okay. And they were playing with Pennywise, and then there was some random acoustic guy from England that was coming on stage. And they are like, yeah, we had some guy, and he's, <laughs> he's there. And we're like, okay, that's really weird yeah. for this. And then he just played, and I went. So The Offspring was my favorite band at the time, and I went in there with them being my favorite band, and right. left with Frank Turner being my favorite band. No way. Because he went on stage. You couldn't hear a goddamn thing Yeah, <laughs> because the amphitheater is awful yeah. for seeing a concert, which sucks because yeah. it should be better. Yeah, totally should but be better. But, no, it was just... You could, like, see, like, the veins pop out of his neck. And I, at that point, I had no, like, need to write a song. Like, right. there wasn't, like, people, because i had been playing guitar since I was, like, 11 years old. Okay. they are like, oh, did you ever think you want to be a musician? I'd be like, nah, I'm making a job. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I saw this guy do it, and I was like, that's cool. Yeah. I want sure. to do that. And I, like, immediately went home, and I listened to all his songs. Yeah. Went to Ultimate Guitar. Had, like, <laughs> three up there, because nobody knew who he was. Yeah. And I was like... Uh, substitute yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, so that was that's definitely my biggest one you can really hear it on the record
0: um yeah i definitely get the vibe for sure which i already knew that about you but yeah Yeah, i try i try
2: to steal as little as possible but most most of the times when i do i try to make it very obvious right i i used to write in a lot of uh like nudges and winks right. into my lyrics. So on my one song from my first EP, self-titled, I based it off of a uh, song a Christmas song by Into It Over It called Jingle Bell Broke. Okay. And then I just put a capo on. and <laughs> <Right, right. laughs> put it up the yeah. put it up the fretboard. And then in the song I was like I'm into bars and I'm over it. Right. Yeah, just yeah. to like be like I know I know yeah. what I did. Yeah. They're like it kind of sounds like this yeah. song. <laughs> they're like yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and here's why. So I, I always try to do that. Um, another big influence for me is Gaslight Anthem, Brian Fallon. Okay. Um, probably one of my favorite artists. I got to see him twice this year. I got to see Brian Fallon, I and I got to see the Gaslight Anthem. Oh, nice! Which was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I had to go. I went. I went with a friend to see Brian Fallon because he just put out a new record, right. uh, Sleepwalkers, which is really great. Cool. And that was kind of an inspiration for the new stuff that I'm doing. Okay because I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's change it up a little bit. Right. And then I got to see the Gaslight Anthem. I had to go by myself though cuz oh. like tickets were $60. Oh. I'm like, do you want to buy a ticket for someone else? And yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't afford that. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I went to like Rebel in Toronto and I was like okay. in this giant room that was so full of right. people who just loved the Gaslight Anthem. That was really cool. cool. It was it was very inspiring cuz it happened before my release show and I was like My release show was, like, a month away or two months away. And I was like, I want to do something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Other influences. I did a lot of pop punk influences because that's just what I grew up listening to. Yeah. Like, I think I started out, like, every kid. You start listening to classic rock because your parents listen to it. Yeah. And then you get into, like, punk and metal. Yeah. And, yeah, I listened to, like, a lot of pop punk. So, like, The Offspring were big for me. Uh, Blink-182 which is, like, obvious yeah. for anyone yeah. <laughs> anyone who's under the age of 35. Yeah. <laughs> um. Dave Haas is a big okay. one for me. I got to open for him earlier this year. Yeah, I'm in Northcote, awesome. and Northcote is also North not, not as awesome. much until, like, I actually got to play with him this right. year. But Dave Haas was a big one for me. I got his record, Devour, in college, and I started, like, I was like, oh, that's so cool when yeah. I started doing stuff like that. And so... That really helped out with the.
0: That's awesome. Like my old stuff and the record. That's yeah. awesome. Cool. Um, I think that. Uh, so I was gonna talk to you about Frank Turner for a little bit because yeah. I know we're both big fans. Absolutely. But I think that's uh, that's funny about that Offspring show because I'm pretty sure. So my brother and his friends are how I found out about Frank Turner, and I'm pretty sure our friend Drew and another guy. Saw turn for the first time at that same show. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that's yeah, the story. It was, it was just just a random yeah. thing
2: because you're at the you're at the amphitheater too, so everything's super overpriced. Yeah, my dad, <laughs> yeah. So my dad took me and my brother because we had all really bonded over The Offspring, right? And we were uh, we were there, and we're watching him like, oh, this is really great, kind of because we can't really hear. Right. And my dad was like. This is awesome, and he like leaves and he goes and picks up the CD. Right. And so we got the Love Iron song okay. CD. Okay. Wicked. Because that's I was thinking it was this last leg of that tour before he okay. put out Poetry of the Deed. Cool. And so we were listening to that, and we listened to that all the way home. Right. And like, you like when you listen to a CD for like too long, you pull it out. It's hot. Yeah. Like that's how long <laughs> we listened to it. Cause we're like this is amazing.
0: Yeah. So like that record is yeah.
2: like, unreal too. Oh yeah. So no. <laughs> that's his. That's his. Uh punk cred record yeah. or something like that everyone's <laughs> like yeah that's the one yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that that's wicked yeah uh i can't remember the, the exact moment that i like finally crossed over because they'd been like like going to all of his shows and like talking non-stop about him but i remember like when it like really sunk in with me and i was like oh mm-hmm. yeah like this guy's fucking unreal and then i've only i've seen it three times i saw him twice on the um positive songs tour And oh, yeah. waterloo he did a solo show with Northcote, Coat. He oh, was sick. also solo at uh, Maxwell's, and then I saw them both of them again, full band, at uh, was it? Danforth. Yeah, it was at the yeah, Danforth yeah. show. That was like yeah, that was a cool one. Probably one of my favorite shows. That yeah, I've and then been
2: where, he, to. where he goes and like crowd surfs all the way back, yeah. gets a beer, and then comes yeah, all, yeah. <laughs> back to the stage. That was great. I think that's like yeah.
0: still one of my favorite shows I've ever been. That was to.
2: that was really cool. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen him. Um, I want to say me and my brother were counting and i think i'm like six or seven times okay like every time he comes back through town yeah it's like i see him about once a year right yeah and it's just kind of like i'm drop what i'm doing I'm yeah like, like when he announced the show in london this year i was like i just went to the, the band calendar i was like i'm not available yeah yet. they're like yeah. but we're gonna go and i'm like i don't care yeah no <laughs> we're not doing it i'm not driving to ottawa yeah, to see him. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah when we uh when that we got announced, I was like told Julie. I was like, I don't know when the date is yet, but like we're we're going, yeah, like, no matter what, yeah. Because yeah, I like I gotta hit it too. My buddy Colin is like a crazy super fan, and is probably like, if not over, like close to twenty times. Oh, Cause wow. on that like last like on the Positive Songs tour, he like he's in the military and so he had a bunch of time off, and I oh. got to a point where like he was hitting like most of the like southern ontario like montreal dates and then they were like yeah time off we just keep following him and i was like <laughs> all right so i think he hit like six to eight dates like just on that too really? just because he had the time and he could like <laughs> just go to all those shows
2: i don't know if i would ever do
0: that that's yeah, a, that's such a
2: weird concept to me yeah to just like follow, just follow the brand. follow yeah. a band. and also see the same show a bunch yeah of times. for sure like because it guaranteed it was basically the same show i think he changes it up a little bit yeah which i appreciate but like yeah just to see the same show over and over again yeah and, i don't know but if that's what you want to do that's yeah. great i don't have it. that kind of money
0: yeah <laughs> i know i always wonder i'm like would i would i do that ever because like frank turner is definitely one of like maybe the two or three artists i would consider doing yeah. it for. but like i don't know i don't know if i would do it if like money wasn't a worry i still don't know if i would if i would do that but cause it's kind of special just once a yeah. year you get to see the show
2: yeah, you just get like your little piece of it. And yeah. then you're like, that was cool. I also would feel bad just for like stealing people's right. <laughs> spot. Like yeah. if it sold out and I had the ticket. Yeah. I'd be like, oh I'd, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I need to see him again. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's crazy. Do you have a favorite record? Favorite record uh of Frank Turner?
2: Yeah. Right. Um that's tough. I'm gonna say it's probably uh england keep my bones yeah but i also really like poetry the deed a lot okay and i that one's that one's weird because like i feel like that's the one that people don't like as much but that was like my second intro to him okay was we had heard that one we're like all right cool what else he's got and then it's like poetry the deed came out um he just did some really cool stuff on there yeah you got Dance song which was really cool which is like an acoustic like ball yeah, like, yeah yeah and you're like yeah <laughs> acoustic guitar does not have to be no coffee house no definitely no not. so like that that was cool on that one and then just the way he weaves a story but i think yeah england keep my bones is really good yeah oh i, think- I missed him on that tour when he oh really <laughs> so like right before he put out that record me and some friends we went to a show we were gonna go to the show and he was opening for social distortion and oh, okay and uh lucero And I didn't really care about either of those bands. I was like, going for Frank. And then we got high before the show (laughs) and stopped at McDonald's and then completely missed him. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I can't remember what the show was, but yeah, my brother and his friends did that too, where he was opening for somebody and they like bought the tickets, went for Frank. And then they're like, are you guys like want to hit a bar or whatever? And somebody like overheard them. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, they're they're like, this is who we're done. This is who we came for. I don't remember who he was opening for though at the time but that's hilarious um do you have any like differing opinions on like the newer stuff you still like
2: uh i haven't so like since his last record came out i've gotten a different computer so i don't have a cd drive anymore and my cd player in my car broke Oh so i'm only listening to it intermittently but i I like it I, i think it's uh it's neat it's neat the way that he's decided to go I don't think I appreciate happier. all of it. Right. Like just from a production stance, there's a couple of songs yeah, where I was like, why is that stuff. so tinny and stuff yeah. like that? But no, it's still Frank. Like he's still writing songs that That's are honest and yeah. have, have meaning to him. Right. Um, I like the uh, the acoustic version of "There She Is" better than the yes. the album version yeah. one. So like when he released that video, I was like, "Yeah, that's what I wanted." Yeah,
0: definitely. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah, there was some production stuff too that on my first few listens, it like my like sort of review of it was I felt like it was almost if you took like somebody like Frank Turner, like this punk rocker, and were like make like a pop yeah. like sort of rock record. Like a lot <laughs> of the elements in there would be like this is what pop sounds like, but like yeah, it's not really. No. <laughs> But that was, but after after I sat with them, I definitely it resonated more and live like I, oh, yeah. I loved it because I know at that show I was there with some of uh, my brother's friends and like. During it, we were like, actually, like, a lot of those songs that, like, I don't really love on the record, like, I still love them here. Like, yeah. Like, they didn't take anything away no. from it. So, that's just a testament to him as a performer. Yeah, and I then think. you go
2: back and listen to the record, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's, it's better now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it fixed it. <laughs> somehow. Sure. There's just, like, a chemical reaction that changes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's the just the benefit of seeing bands live. Like, For sure. It really, it's like, it's, it's nice when you're able to capture most of it on on wax or whatever right. but like really to get like the full experience and i think i like my stuff is kind of that way right where you i really implore people to come to the shows they're like oh it's really proud of you for putting out a record like come to a show they're yeah. like maybe yeah like, Just really come to a show because yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be something different and i always try to do something different at every show because it right
0: it's not so it's not boring to me right yeah it's because if you're not having fun yeah. then like no way's obviously you can have fun yeah. plus like we said are like the people that are always there supporting you like yeah. you want to give them a reason to yeah. keep coming out right I don't like that beat for beat right. like, timed out set yeah. like
2: I, I understand like when certain bands do it like when the Arkells do it yeah. it's like a they got a light show to yeah. compete with they're yeah. like alright we have to do it like this so that right. the spotlight is on us here. yeah so like it's it's cool when you do that, but I'm not at that point. Right. So I don't like to make everything planned. I plan out my talking bits
0: a little bit. Yeah. Because I think that's important though. Well, yeah. It it is yeah. because
2: I don't know if you ever felt the the air get sucked out of a room <laughs> before because you said something wrong, but it, it's pretty terrible. So it's like oh, won't tell that story yeah. anymore.
0: I'll I'll change it to this story. There's a yeah. I I tend not to like. Like, sometimes before a show, I'm like, oh, I could, like, I could tell this or whatever. But, like, in the moment, I tend to, like, shy away from that stuff. I remember at a release show, I just started, like, telling some kind of story. And then I had, like, no idea where I was. Like, <laughs> I was, like, lost in the excitement and, yeah. like, the disbelief of doing the, it. Yeah, adrenaline. and then I was, like, I gotta stop talking and play the next song yeah. already. This is crazy. But that's funny, though. Uh, that's cool, though. Yeah, Frank Turner. Definitely yeah. one of my favorite... Uh, performers is there somebody else that's like ranks close to him for you uh, in terms of like because we talked about the gasoline anthem a bit yeah but.
2: like i i think brian fallon's just kind of a weirdo right and it just like kind of shows on stage yeah and like because you wouldn't see it he kind of just like looks like a oh it's just a plain just like a jane guy, dude yeah. <laughs> that's over there but like you watch like some of his live stuff and you you go to go to a show and he's just a weird right. dude he's just like the things that he says that come out He's just like <laughs> okay you just gonna say that and he just <laughs> yeah no i and just watching like live videos of bands that i like it kind of just lets me think about how i'm gonna do a show differently right but even though even though i say that like i always forget because yeah. you get in the moment you're yeah like, how did i get talking about cheerios yeah <laughs> but then yeah. you're like oh i'm doing the bride yeah all right cool yeah, anyway sure. here's the song
0: <laughs> i started the shows that we were doing uh just to, like, support the EP or whatever, I, like, just started, like, filming them just for me. Yeah. To, like, watch back and be, like, all right, like, did this moment that I thought look weird, like, did it look weird or yeah. whatever? At our Actually, at our Toronto show, um I, like, I don't know, the way that I, like, perform or whatever, I, like, kind of, like, flop around and shit. Yeah. And so there was one moment during our last song where Nick was doing a guitar solo, and I, like... Actually, like, tripped over myself. And, like, so, like, I felt so, like, dumb yeah. and embarrassed. And uh Charlie, the kid, actually, Trevor, was, like, taking videos and stuff of us at that show. And he, like, got that on video because he was videotaping Nick doing the solo. And he sent it to me. And I watched it back. And, like, just because I was already, like, acting that way yeah. during the trip, you, like, Didn't doesn't it doesn't make a difference no. at all. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and so I think that's so the biggest thing
2: to kind of get over when you're doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is really... How's it gonna look on stage? And you're like, oh, that looked weird. Be like, no, nah, it's part of the moment. Yeah. And like, even if you trip, you're still in control. Yeah. Like the thing is, like that's still funny. I I remember like first time I ever did like a like a, a jump while playing the guitar. Oh yeah. I fell on my ass. <laughs> I fell on my ass in front of like literally handfuls of people. Yeah. And uh, I was super embarrassed, but like, just get up and like shrug it off. Yeah. You are still you still bring it back, be like, oh, got it, yeah. got away from myself, yeah. first day of new legs or whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't make that joke because
0: it's a bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so you also play in averages. Yeah. So how did you uh, end up with that gig? Um,
2: so back when I was doing my second EP, Songs for the Campfire, I was looking for a female vocalist to sing on the one song, Carter and Cash. Okay which can also be heard on
1: Old Habits.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say that. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like, I had a couple people in mind, but my one friend, she lived in Niagara Falls, so I was like, I'm not going to drive, right? I don't, I don't have yeah. any money. <laughs> spending all my money on this EP. Yeah. Um, so my old music teacher, Matt Weston, okay. or sorry, it was a digital audio teacher, Matt Weston, he had a recording studio in his basement, and he was just like, "Look at this thing I did," and it was uh, Taylor Holden, okay. and uh, it was her first EP. And I was like, "I think our voices would match well together." Yeah. So I went through the internet, yeah. and I uh, <laughs> clicked clicked on her profile. I was like, "Hey, this sounds weird, but would you like to come to this person's apartment building and record some vocals? <laughs> We've never met." Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's like, wasn't even like a real studio or anything. No, it was, it was just like, uh, that's just like an
2: apartment building off of uh, Waterloo. Okay. Yeah waterloo and king i think okay and yeah i was just like
1: yeah if you want to come up over here and do that
2: (laughs) that would be cool yeah (laughs) and yeah we met and then she was like she enjoyed the song and she was like uh would do you want to play some guitar for me i got some shows coming up and i need some backing musicians and i was like yeah sure and then just kind of snowballed from there okay we became taylor holding a lot of averages and then then it was just the Law of Averages, and then we thought that name was too long. So then earlier this year, we just changed it, yeah, to, changed averages, it to Averages, and we became a rock and roll band. Right
0: on. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And then uh, she, what are, What do they have in terms of releases? I look-
2: uh, we're doing something soon. It's um, December, the weekend of December oh, okay. 15th and 14th, 15th. Right on. Yeah, I should know that. <laughs> we're playing a show at call the office uh we're releasing our first single okay cool um i should look that up so i don't get <laughs> but yeah we're releasing our first single um and we're doing it uh at call the office uh for our song stay out okay cool. it's uh it's kind of like a pop rock uh, okay cool like oh i think we've
0: like seen some did you have you guys announced it yet
2: um we've announced yeah i think i think it said uh stay out it's coming yeah out. okay yeah Stuff i thought like i saw that.
0: something that's yeah cool. we
2: uh yeah we just did a music video for it right and yeah. uh so that's getting edited together awesome so hopefully it's gonna be done by december right and it's like the first of three singles that we're putting out sweet yeah so it's yeah. gonna kind of be like
0: interspersed yeah that's the mo- and like is there like a record or an ep or something or are you just kind of i'm not doing... not sure
2: i think we might put it on cds okay. uh once they're all once it's all said and done right. because people are still buying cds yeah. which is uh a weird surprise
0: Yeah, I think, like, for, for, uh, like, smaller bands and stuff, it's still a good move. I mean, I guess, like, Sunrise is still, and, like, there's still small, like, mom and pop stores. I think they're actually,
2: like, still, I think they're expanding. Yeah. Well, they, like,
0: bought up every HMV store, and then a couple years ago, and they still seem to be doing all right, so... I'm just glad HMV is gone. I didn't like <laughs> HMV at all. I got some flack for that.
2: Yeah, I think it's December 14th. Okay, I'd Call cool. the office. Call the office. December 14th <laughs> averages single release.
1: Be there. playing with
2: a, a cool band uh, stuck out here. One of my uh, okay. friend's bands. They're a pop punk band from... They used to be from Clinton, Ontario. Now they're uh-huh. kind of like interspersed, but they're right. a Toronto-based band. Okay, cool. So we're doing a show here in London, then we're doing a show in Toronto.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. At Duffy's Pub. Okay, sweet. Which That's is really awesome. cool. Yeah, call the Office is, is great. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a it's an institution. It is, <laughs> it really <laughs> is. That's awesome. So uh, what do you got? What are you coming up for uh, like Charlie Weber shows?
2: Um, I've got one show coming up in London uh, on December 9th oh, nice week. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah it's like Next Sunday, Rum Runners, soon? right? Yeah, Rum yeah. Runners.
2: Yeah, we're doing a show at Rum Runners with Birds of Bellwoods. Yeah, um, they're they're pretty cool. And then we have Dakota Mill who used to be in old east yes and uh so london folks know that and then we have uh ivan rivers opening up the show which he's actually stuck out here uh yeah (laughs) then he has his own solo thing and i think he i'm super excited to have him play because so like he was he used to run the first record label i was on oh okay so it was like a record label collective thing where right everyone just gets on his label and he like puts it out on his website and hopefully people like it and you can download it for free that was okay, Eternal cool. Bummer Records. And then, yeah. So he's playing, and he just put out a two EPs that he put on vinyl. Oh, awesome. And no, I think it's some of the best songwriting I've ever heard in my okay, entire cool. life. It's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Ivan weird Rivers. to be like that big of a fan of your friends. Band. Right. <laughs> but like both of his bands, I really like that. And it's stuck out here is like another one of my favorite bands of all time. And I go, like. Uh, yeah. Fangirling over yeah. this guy that I drink, <laughs> that I used to drink beer. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> in that's his awesome, garage. Though.
0: I think that's important that we're all trying to do our thing. It's yeah. important that everyone supports each other, I think. Yeah. It's good. Cool. Do you have any, like, um, maybe like horror stories or like live shows uh, and maybe story. maybe a,
2: a positive one after <laughs> well over on this last tour so we we did a tour with uh, charlie the kid right uh he came on like the last four dates okay cool and <laughs> we went to belleville and the beauty of belleville is that it's the perfect distance from everything right you're on your way to toronto it's just yeah. A couple hours outside of Toronto and then you're halfway to Montreal. Right. So we're like, we're going to stop there. I got some family there. Let's go there. So we get to Belleville and we go to the bar and we start loading our stuff in and no one in there for one. Absolutely nobody in there except for like one guy and then the bartender. Right. And who we could only call the sound technician because <laughs> there was nobody else who was doing anything. Right. Right. So we get there and we're loading our stuff in, and they're like, "Hey, we're the band," and we just started tossing our stuff on stage. And we're like, "They're like, yeah, do you have everything you need?" We're like, "Yeah, we just need a, uh, we just need the the PA system yeah. for like the vocals." And he's like, "Oh, we don't have one of those." I'm like,
1: <laughs> and
2: I look over the stage, and there's two giant speakers, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, you didn't, and then you don't have any 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 of those." Yeah, he's like, "No," I was like. But what about those? Yeah. He's like, well, it's hooked up to that thing over there, and which is clearly a, a soundboard just yeah. covered <laughs> up by a by a curtain. And he goes, "Oh, I'm like, it would be really great if we could use that. We can figure it out, but it would be really great if you could just like plug a vocal mic in there, yeah, and we can just set it and forget it, yeah. And they're like, well, we we're not really sure. It's not really up to us. Uh, we'll decide. This is." This is Richie over here. He he knows what's up. And Richie comes over and he's walking around like he <laughs> knows what's up. What's up, and he's <laughs> And he he's like, "Yeah, no, it's um, so I you can't do the music thing with the with the <laughs> with, with oh the audio oh because I'm only in charge of the board on Thursdays and Saturdays. But every other day I'm not allowed to touch it. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? We're gonna go grab more stuff, figure it out. Uh, you talk amongst yourself, we'll come back, see what you figure out. So we get back and they're like, All right, so here's what we can do is we can set up one vocal mic and and we'll put it at a a bass level and we won't touch it. And I'm like, Perfect. Yeah. As long as there's sound. Yeah. And then he go <laughs> then so we're trying to sound check the vocal mic and he's got the gain all the way up Oh my god! like so never so touched so a board in yeah. his life <laughs> so he's got the volume like down really low and then all the way up and i'm oh checking god, in oh Mike, and i'm like okay check check one two and then he leaves and i'm like all right cool if that's good with you it's good with me because it literally just has to exist and it yeah. starts to feedback yeah. so then richard is coming up and i'm like hey man the gain is too high it's gonna feedback right now so i get to turn it down or like just turn down the game real quick and then the bartender comes from the back and he goes hey what did i say don't touch that again or i'm gonna shut this whole thing down <laughs> i was like for who like this is nobody's here like you would just close the bar after that so eventually we figured out and then we play the show and then they <laughs> they come up and they're like yo, usually we get like weird, like terrible punk bands coming through here on a weekday night. So that's why we were all like afraid to like have you touch anything. I was like, yeah, you know what? A lot of people don't know what they're doing. So yeah. like, it was like, cool. And they're like, yeah, but you're good now. So it's cool. Now that we know that you're good, it's good. I'm like, <laughs> it's great. Weird, we're out of here. Anyway, so there was nobody there, but we sold a t-shirt to the bartender. Nice. <laughs> so we made 15 bucks. <laughs> So I bought, every, so I bought everyone's uh, lunch
0: in that's, Montreal. Oh man, <laughs> that's something, man! Don't touch it. But we'll <laughs> yeah. crank the gain, though. Oh, he just cranks the gain
2: <laughs> all the way up, and I'm like, this guy's never touched a board, and he's yeah. like, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm not the most tech savvy guy, but I'm like, I know the gain's all the way up. Yeah. Please turn that down.
0: <laughs> wow, yeah, that's that's something. That's really something.
2: For the for the three people that were in the bar we got great reviews. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that was probably the, the most horror story thing that we had, uh, come up. My tours actually go pretty smoothly. Like That's it's good. not, I usually find places to sleep like beforehand. Right. It's never, never too much of an issue. Right. But yeah, like a lot of people were just like, yeah, and the van broke down and this yeah. happened. And we're like, no, we had a good, we actually hit 600,000 kilometers on the van that we were in <laughs> on
0: the way
1: there. We're like, keep going. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's funny yeah it's almost like like i saw like the dirty no on instagram a couple weeks ago like their van broke down and i was like even they can't get a good (laughs) one that's the deal that's because they're just driving up up and down yeah
2: now i'm gonna see them on uh, friday for my birthday oh yeah Yeah, yeah. i
0: haven't i'm i'll probably go to that i haven't bought tickets yet but i think there's still tickets available yeah i bought it online just to be safe yeah i think that's what i'll probably end up doing they're not like horribly expensive.
2: No, it was uh, it was like fifteen bucks plus service
0: charge, so yeah. twenty two. Okay, yeah, that's not that's another great thing. about, like Frank Turner shows, they're like they don't break your bank. No, To go like no, because it's gold. just punk rock, dude. playing yeah.
2: music for yeah. people who don't have money. Yeah, it's like, awesome. Yeah. It's
0: awesome. When we saw him in in Waterloo, actually, we, uh, I come from. Uh, Meaford, Ontario. I don't know if you know that. uh, that. Meaford. That's up by Owen Sound? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the weather there is always like pretty shitty, especially in the wintertime. So that day we were going from, me and my brother were going from Meaford and it was like the worst snowstorm of all time. Oh, yeah. And my parents were like, you're not going, and it was the first <laughs> time I was like I was gonna see him, so I was like, "We really like need to go." And Zach's like, "I'm driving, like I don't care, like we're going." I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're all right, be. like cool. And he's like, "Apparently it's fine in Kitchener, and like, but like hour and a half out of Meaford, it was totally fine." Yeah, and then it was like same way. But then when we were like coming back, it was like and you just hit the bad. wall. Yeah, yeah, it was it was like legit a wall of like just snowstorm. It's up right. by like water, right? Yeah, it's yeah. On, right on Georgian Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, that's exactly pretty. where it comes from. Yeah, so yeah,
2: because. Uh, My parents live out by uh, Lake Huron, so Exeter, right? like Grand Bend is like right there. Yeah. So like every time I drive drive there from work, yeah, it's fine, fine, fine until I hit like this one corner, the Corners, and I just then it's just like yeah, (laughs) just snow all over. And my mom's calling me like six times. She's like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I was like, "I was fine until I turned one corner." Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, it's crazy what the weather can do. Even uh, I was actually home. yesterday and uh my parents live on top of this big hill and it was like brutal like i couldn't even get the car like out of the driveway no. but then you get like just down the hill and it's like, turn totally the cool yeah, you yeah. Gotta just turn that it's corner you're to go. <laughs> it's so funny when that happens um that's awesome man so usually i ask like uh like a two-part question kind of near the end which we've already like gone over some of it but the first part of it is just uh local acts acts like similar to like kind of you or whatever yeah. Uh, that you haven't played a show with, that you would like to play I a show with? I haven't played a show with. Yeah.
2: Uh, I haven't played with Aaron Allen. Okay. He's great. Um, I see him all the time. I, I think it'd be a nice set to put on. Awesome. Him. Aaron I think Allen. I was, yeah, Aaron Allen, the Small City Saints. He's great. He's like more country. Okay. Um, Who else have I played with? Um, I don't think I've actually played a show with Alex Mason. Okay. Uh, but he's in Toronto now, but I think I tried to set something up with him in Toronto once and it didn't end up working out. He had to like cancel. Right. But he's great too. I think we would mix really well. Just like do like a singer songwriter thing. Okay. Um, I don't know who else is good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess like you, can, that's a nice thing kind of about what you do is you can feel like you're you're open a little bit more to like maybe who you could play shows with it's by design. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Cause you can't, that's what I saw really to like, yeah. Trevor about is like, yeah. you can do like rum runners, but then you yeah. could do like a, like a coffee shop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd like to start playing with like some more like hard
2: rock bands and like punk okay. bands and stuff cool. like that. Like, so if anyone get at me, oh, yeah. major hard minor can bands. on the twitters. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be cause like, I play with such a random assortment of people right. where it's just kind of like like in Montreal we played with like a pop punk band and an alt rock band okay. and didn't feel off. Right. Like nothing about it felt weird. Right. But then we also had uh, Charlie the Kid open for us and right. it like it, it was good. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Um, when it comes down to punkers, I think Dong Vegan's always okay. fun, yeah, fun yeah. to be around. Uh, averages played with them which cool. was really cool yeah uh, yeah let's do don um, vegan and isolation okay. party let's go <laughs> yeah. and then don vegan and isolation party and then charlie weaver and averages and we'll just have a double right. bill of, <laughs> of front people
0: <laughs> that's awesome yeah um that was something i meant to ask you about and i forgot was that the name change what was the reason from going major minor to uh, mostly China it was Weber. taxes
2: Okay. Um, I'm thinking about putting it through my taxes. Oh, okay. And when you do it as a sole proprietor, you just add it on to your regular expenses. You're oh, like, right. you just send all your receipts to your accountant and you don't have to sign up as a business. Oh, okay. Also, Forest City Records says, we don't like Major Meyer. That's stupid. <laughs> Change it. Be better. Your name is great. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, because like for a long time when I was coming up, I was like, I don't want to be my name that's right. stupid it, right. it, it, I don't know maybe I was just wasn't confident in right. my own self or anything like that but like, it was just like I don't want to do it like that we're going to do that and I found a name and I named it off of a thrice record okay cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and I I played like that for like three and a half four years right and yeah and then there was like you change your name and I was like I was just thinking about doing that anyway yeah. taxes because I, I want to go legit yeah want to yeah. start making that money
0: for sure that's yeah. awesome. Cool. Um, and then so my second part of the original question is uh, just like anybody, like big, whatever, that you would love to open for. Dream, dream bill.
1: Uh, hmm.
2: Well, we already went over Frank Turner yeah. and yeah. from <laughs> uh Chuck Reagan. Okay. like So uh, like Hot Water Music fame. Right, um, cool. He's got his own solo stuff, which is really great, which I took a lot of influence off of him for the record. Um, it's kind of rootsy and stuff. Right. Um, who else is good? Who am I listening to? Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's a it's a tough one because just you get that uh that brain fart. Yeah, so it's you
0: know, like everybody.
2: <clears throat> uh, flatliners would be cool. Oh, okay, I'd yeah. I'd like to open for the flatliners. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, flatliners are propaganda because then I talk a little bit of politics. And right. They would like back it up <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or i would say like, the wrong thing and then they would just like scream at yeah <laughs> me. both would be fun um, yeah both would be a story
0: for yeah. sure so
2: that'd be cool i we started doing this thing and i've seen it a couple of times now where we have like comedians open for right. us too okay so like at my release show we had uh my friend uh aaron stevenson he he opened the show and he was like i'm the MC. i'm gonna do like five minutes of comedy and we're gonna the the next act on right and that was really cool and i saw it at the gaslight anthem show <laughs> they had uh the one guy come out and he did a 15 minutes of comedy and right it was great i think it'd be really neat to open for a comedian because yeah. i see that happen a lot dave Chappelle does that for his shows yeah he gets like a, a hip-hop artist that he really likes right um yeah that'd be really i'd joe rogan wants me to open for open. yeah
0: that, uh, that was like yeah i'd never heard of that and then i like had was listening to some podcast, and it was like bill burr was on tour with like alice and chains or something yeah. at one
2: point oh, uh, what did i just see today uh sticks is going on tour with larry the cable guy oh my god and it's not even a joke like the, oh my god like it's i was like what is, do they have a lot of in common, like?
0: Dude, man, Miford, like, just my hometown in general. Like, yeah. that's that's for them, man. I,
2: I used I used to love Larry the Cable Guy, and then I I moved. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah and then dude. I moved. <laughs> so like Jeff Foxworthy and Ron White. Yeah, yeah. No, my he was de- He's definitely the weak link on that yeah. on that blue collar comedy
0: tour. That's so funny, man. Yeah. Sticks and Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah,
2: no, that's very strange. I read that today. I was like, that's hilarious. I, I feel like there's. <laughs> Not a lot of like connection there, like. I don't know, man. Oh, I don't for but,
0: Bruce Springsteen. That'd be sick. Oh, uh, that would be unreal. Yeah, that'd be great. Because you'd be playing like stadiums.
2: Yeah, and he's like, I just do like ten minutes because no,
0: because yeah. that show's three hours long. Yeah, no, nobody wants me on there. No, I'd Be like,
1: hey, but if you really like, yeah, <laughs> here's the sound sure of <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah,
0: who, who are you? Why are you here? Um,
2: <laughs> yeah. Tom Petty would have been cool. I got to see Tom Petty yeah. before he died, oh, which is really, awesome. really cool right here in London. Oh, okay. Um that would have been really cool if I could open for him. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, that would have been cool.
0: That's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm out of questions. Is there anything else we didn't talk about that you wanted to maybe like um, just mention to the people? We
2: got the show on December 9th. Uh, at Rum Runners. Tickets are seven bucks in advance, oh, so like no, it's a steal. Awesome. Uh Birds of Bellwood's great. And cool. Dakota Mill and Ivan Rivers. Awesome. Also Can't out mess. the door. Seven yeah the door. Door. yeah cool no we're not gonna sell out but. Yeah. <laughs> sold it's out a, <laughs> it's sold out already you missed your chance no but it, it'd be cool like um averages got the release at call the office on december 14th that mm-hmm. one's gonna be a big one cool uh it's gonna be really cool um
0: you also have your stuff at Grooves, right? Yeah. Like no, I just
2: saw that the other day. That was really That's cool. awesome. I was oh, like, you did,
0: hey, that, Oh, yeah. I guess like I know the, that record. Forest City would have put it. Yeah. In there, right. That's awesome.
2: Like I know that record. Yeah. So yeah, That's uh, so if cool. anyone wants to get that kind of stuff, we got T-shirts, and uh, they're always available at live shows. We right. Got, uh, you can get your records at I think Grooves and I want to say Odyssey Records. Okay. Over in the East End. Has okay. It. Cool. Um, or you can just get it online or hit me up, but easiest ways come, come to a show you get you can get yourself a t-shirt a poster and we have new run of stickers it's the same Ooh. design different color collect nah, them all nah, there you go <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. i love that just swap the color out that's awesome well thanks for doing this man absolutely this thank you, fun, you for fun, having fun. me i really
2: appreciate it i gotta go to oh, man practice after this so. right,
0: right on sweet charlie Weber. i almost said charlie the kid dude <laughs> <I didn't, though>. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody thanks for listening so like i said um episodes are going to be like a little sparse i might do some new stuff on the youtube channel uh because i'm actually done school so i have a month to like be busy but we'll see what happens um so yeah thanks so much for listening uh the 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 one uh band i have booked for the end of december to do a podcast is this band called plants and i'm just throwing it out there right now uh those guys are friends of ours uh we played a show in in waterloo with them in uh, the start of november and uh they're so fucking good and they're like the nicest guys uh and i can't wait to like do stuff with them so go check plants out and then get ready for the interview uh probably the start of the new year it'll probably be like the first one in the new year uh but yeah anyway also go check out london reverb thanks so much to london reverb and uh yeah man i think that's about it for this one episode 33 thank you so much for listening and uh we'll catch you real soon all right we'll catch you real soon uh here's afterlife off of charlie weber charlie weber's new record old habits go check it out go give him a follow uh if you're listening to this which obviously you are because i don't do intro outros for the videos please uh rate the fucking thing on itunes that would be great because still building this and it'd be cool to make money from it one day so yeah thank you so much see you later bye love you
1: Some bigger reason, but reason I'll be speaking's just the changing of the seasons A natural anomaly lacking meaning, but probably we'll never really know the truth. What if we're wrong? Sweater